Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Edge Munster. And usually when we talk about a piece of media on this show, um, it is, you know, a longtime favorite, um, a classic of the genre. Um, but you may know, Midge, that it is hyperfixation o'clock over oh, no. at the Snark residence. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you about Has Been Hotel. Oh my gosh! The only thing that I've been able to think about this entire week since I watched it the first time. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. I'm excited. Ooh. I literally almost started watching it yesterday. So that's, oh I'm excited goodness. that, I'm excited to know that I'll be, uh, have somebody fresh and ready to talk about it when I inevitably start it right after we finish recording. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. Please, please do text me as you are watching it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my first question was what you know, or if you've watched it, but it sounds like you are, you are fresh, freshly yeah. interested. I mean, I know um, just generally the kind of vibe and the premise, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. I don't know hardly anything about the plot or, um, but I, I know that my friends in the cosplay community are losing their shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Very specifically. I don't know. I actually don't know if she listens to the podcast or not. I think she does, but a Casey, Casey Renee cosplay, a friend of mine, she uh just posted a outfit from the i'm just guessing it's from the show one of the characters and i was like oh yeah i can see how this is gonna be a a big problem (laughs) for the goth community at large (laughs) yes oh my gosh it's such a problem okay so so this is this is gonna be reasons why you should try the show so i'll give an an introduction first uh but I'm so there will be no spoilers or anything um, during this episode, especially since it is freshly out. Uh, so I think just, it's um... funny. I all, I was when you first said it was a new hyperfixation. I thought you were going to talk about Lisa Frankenstein. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. I almost brought Lisa Frankenstein this week, and then I was like, <laughs> no, it's too new, and I don't want to like. That's I, so I funny was, that we were I in was, the same like headspace for sure. I was literally talking about this with a friend, and I was like. I, it's so new like usually I wouldn't talk about something on here and I, I actually had decided that I wasn't gonna do it and then as I was trying to prep the episode I was like I literally can't think about anything all, else all I can think about <laughs> this is... is the only thing that I want to <laughs> I I know I, I posted something with that um Tyler the creator tweet that was just like this is the only thing I'm gonna be tweeting about I've been waiting for this for years fuck and I'm like yep this is the vibe <laughs> I love it. I love when the ADHD wins. Oh, yes. All right. Uh, so for those who are not familiar, um, Has Been Hotel is a adult animated musical series um, set in hell uh, that is mostly a comedy, um, but it has a lot of dramatic elements, too. Uh, so the main plot line of the show is about Charlie, who is Lucifer's daughter, the princess of hell. And she really wants to open a hotel to rehabilitate sinners and try to get them sent to heaven, um, which is not something that has ever happened. Um, So it's believed to be impossible, but this is her impossible dream. Uh, So this animated series just premiered. um, It's on Amazon Prime, uh, January of 2024, and released, you know, over 
three weeks like they do, little chunks of episodes. Um, it has been hugely popular. Um, Amazon tweeted that it was their top animation premiere ever. And a big part of this is because the series was actually highly anticipated by a lot of existing fans, uh, which I'm being purposely vague about because I'm going to talk about that part later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for for anyone out there, I am a new um, but passionate fan. I was aware of the series before, but I think I really just knew that it was like an adult animated show about hell. And I was kind of like, yeah, okay. Um, and like, if I had known more about it, I would have jumped on that train like so much sooner. So I'm hoping yeah. that I can do that for some of you out here. <laughs> so the number one reason you should try this show, it's queer. Woo! Uh, so obviously this is always a major selling point for me with anything. Um, and this show is definitely like legitimately a queer show and not just like there's one gay person in here. <laughs> Speaking of Lisa Frankenstein, <laughs> have you seen the the interviews with Diablo Cody saying that it's a queer a queer film? No, but good. <laughs> it's I'm I'm gonna tell you it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's right. not. I love it, but it's not. So I'm glad to hear that this is actually actually queer yes. media. Yes. Um. So Charlie, our main character, is bi and has a girlfriend um, who's also a main character. Um. One of the characters is a gay porn star. There is a canonically ace character, hmm. which is pretty cool. Um. There's just queerness all over the show. Um. Including in like villains and toxic relationships, which like let the gays be toxic, you guys. Please. Um. When your <laughs> show has a full spectrum of queer characters, some of them can be bad. Um. Hmm. And you guys probably all know out there that i'm always a slut for villains i love a an irredeemably bad person so in media uh, <laughs> that's why she loves me so much <laughs> so yes highly recommend that just very queer and like very i would say it's a it's a, it's a very campy show uh yeah. so it very looks cool there yes um the next thing is the songs so i told you that this was a musical but this cast is absolutely stacked with Broadway and musical theater favorites. I'm just going to give you a quick list of some that I was particularly excited to hear. Uh, we got Jeremy Jordan. We got Christian oh. Borle. We've got Keith David. We've got Daphne Rubin Vega. We've got Alex Brightman. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> among so many, so many others. I'm saying, like, if you are a musical theater girly, you're gagging right now because just so many amazing people i did not know it was a musical yes That's it fun. is a musical um they're incredibly performed and they are just like so such catchy songs um there's a lot of homages to like kind of classical musical theater tropes um but a lot of them also have like this electro swing um kind of influence mm -hmm. on them which is just such a vibe Love it's a little electric swing. Send the send the cosplay community into a tizzy oh, yes. as well. <laughs> yep, I mean, my my entire TikTok feed is say, just TikTok about to be wild. TikTok is blowing up. Um, it is like cosplay stuff, and then also just people being like, "Well, my Spotify Wrapped has already been ruined because this is the only thing I'm going to listen to all year long." <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Uh, so if anyone out there just like wants wants a taste before you buy uh look up one of the musical numbers on youtube see if you're into it um if you love musical theater you you will be you will like it that's awesome i'm excited yes um the next thing is the spooky vibes 
Um, obviously, if we're talking about it on Ghoul's Night In, it's gotta be spooky. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, as I mentioned, uh, this series takes place in <laughs> hell. Um, I was gonna say, I think right <laughs> out the gate there, we're pretty solid, yeah. Yes, uh, so there's demons, all sorts of stuff. Um, every time that I was like, when I was writing this, I could hear you in my mind going <laughs> ghost designs in the like 13 ghosts <laughs> episode because there are really cool demon designs in this mm. show. It's just um, a lot of the characters have some kind of like animal influence kind of in their design. Um, there is a a guy who is a big moth person um hell yeah i love a moth uh and just as a as a footnote if you're a person who maybe enjoys werewolves or other more inventive creatures in a in a romantic sort of sense it's a good universe for you to be into uh there's a there's a lot of fangs sharp teeth like exaggerated proportions um this this one's out here for the furries and the monster girls so yeah it's it's me i'm the monster girls i am the monster girls too so i was like yes this is good (laughs) this this is good this is good uh the next thing is there are surprisingly deep characters and themes uh so we've talked about how there's music and the show's really funny um one of my friends who i've already forced to watch it with me uh said that it feels kind of like the adult evolution of a nickelodeon show like kind of a classic Mm. nicktoons um which is very apt there's a lot of over-the-top gags and like kind of gory slapstick uh but there's also like some really intense themes and some very i would say like lovable and relatable characters um as you can probably guess from the plot description there's a lot of focus about the idea of like redemption Redemption, uh, second chances there's i mean also (laughs) for all the religious trauma girlies out there what's up surprise this show is good for you too um but there are also like very um kind of explicit and serious treatments of like abuse and addiction in the show uh so trigger warnings there's definitely serious stuff in here but i think it's all like it's in that way that just like you know the show is funny but it's like you kind of have real feelings about the characters Mm -hmm. going through it which is kind of like my my i would say one of my sweet spots (laughs) oh yeah yeah i just i love having that combination in there and it makes um it just all the more like uh you get all the more invested there's something always really uh enjoyable for me about like specifically addressing those things in animation like and having this childlike appeal but addressing really serious issues right Um, and i i love that yeah if it's a trope but i love that genre yeah totally and i think especially because it's like there are there are varying degrees of like humanness with Mm -hmm. the characters so like it adds kind of like that extra like layer to it because i feel like sometimes it feels like when you kind of like take a couple lenses back you're able to kind of look at things in a different way yeah like you like you said the same reason that like animation is makes it feel different having uh non non-human characters kind of gives you that that extra suspension of disbelief (laughs) like layer between you and your trauma (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah for sure uh one other thing that i will say you should watch it's short and rewatchable um so it's eight 30 minute episodes um so 
this is not a big time investment um but it is a show that has like a ton of like gags and background stuff so i as as we kind of talked about you know when you are a person who fixates on something it, it helps when it's something that is like rewatchable <laughs> and you're like oh i feel like you know i'm getting new things out of this as i'm rewatching or listening to the soundtrack on repeat for example as a thing that someone might do <laughs> someone someone <laughs> it has it has seriously been like every every time that there's been like silence where i'm like you know taking down my hair or like getting lunch or something i'm like but what i if could instead? be listening <laughs> to the hotel soundtrack what if what if i did that <laughs> Love that. that was and, me right after i saw the beetlejuice musical oh last yeah year. yep the speak speaking of speaking alex brightman if if y'all like you you probably know him even if you don't know oh, yeah. him um yes. that he was the og beetlejuice on broadway and um like yeah something about i don't know how, how prominent is his part and has been um so he actually plays two characters um and okay. so he he is fairly he is pretty present throughout because i feel like he something about his voice is so like it scratches an itch in my brain yes. like he's, the way he talks and the way his like i don't know it's almost like how rappers have a specific flow and you mm -hmm. know it's them like his flow of the way he speaks and sings it like just gets in my brain and like ugh, i love it <laughs> i i love that you picked this out specifically because so i when i decided to watch i like just pulled up amazon and i was like what am i gonna watch tonight and i was like oh yeah i think i've heard of this this looks kind of cute like let's mm -hmm. check it out and just randomly put it on and it was in part way through the first episode when his character shows up i was watching it and i was like this is either an incredibly good alex brightman impression <laughs> or this is actually alex brightman and that's when i like looked it up and and saw that like the the series had like a ton of like awesome broadway people and i was like they hired an alex brightman impersonator to well, do i don't know I, I was like i was like this is an incredibly like alex brightman styled like he's really in the business like, of playing like he said, demons yeah. he's really he is he is <laughs> uh, i love that for him i know it's so good um the major thing the thing that i love the most about the show is that it is just so weird and so original um so it's weird in like a very particular way that i relate to um some of you <laughs> may have seen oh no that was the reason i tried it i i lied my own i lied in my own story two seconds ago um <laughs> so the reason so i actually that story was true i had like put up amazon was like what should i watch but the reason that it clicked in my mind that i should watch it is because i saw a TikTok that was like if you were a tumblr night veil girl you need to watch has been hotel yes yes and i, I was like this. and i was like oh Been oh really attacked. <laughs> a, a, attacked and caught yeah have we done a night veil episode we have not what the hell are we doing mm -hmm. <laughs> speaking of queer media that speaking is very of... important and very yes. foundational um but yeah that when you posted that because i had been it had been in my sphere i'd been mm -hmm. noticing yeah. it already but as i think you know this about me as a rule like animation for adults is not usually something i particularly enjoy yeah um there there are 
some instances. I have a few things like Hilda and Bob's Burgers and things that I've really mm-hmm. enjoyed, but it's as a rule, not something I like go after. Um, but when you posted that, someone had said it was for Night Vale Tumblr girlies. I was like, oh no. Yup. <laughs> oh no. Yep. And and literally the entire time I was watching it, I was like, wow, that that was a direct hit. <laughs> like this was <laughs> This is so true. A direct hit. <laughs> a direct oh, hit. There's even man. there's even a radio thing. Oh. There's a radio thing in the show. Um, so this is when I am gonna whoop, 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 rewind and give y'all a little bit of backstory. Um, yeah, because about... this I do know. I do know about this aspect. Yes. All right. Um, so the creator um, of Hasbun Hotel is Vivian Medrano, uh, who was an animation student uh, who had a webcomic um, oh. called uh, Zoophobia. And she first was concepting a lot of the characters um, that we see in this series for an arc in her comic, but started to realize she wanted to do like something specific and something new uh, with them. So she used, it sounds like primarily like her Patreon support and some other funding um, to put together an entirely freelance animation team uh, to create the pilot episode, which came out in October of 2019. Um, and that pilot was picked up by bah, 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 A24, uh, Ooh, producers yeah. <laughs> of cool, weird shit. Um, and so the show came about, you know, with a collaboration uh, with Amazon Studios. But the whole production of the original pilot was like being streamed, like she was talking about characters in like the two years that they were working on it. So people have been really invested um, and attached to this world for a long time. And in something which seems kind of backwards, there's actually a spinoff series that is already out that takes place in the same world. Um, So it's a show called Hell of a Boss, um, and it is on YouTube. Um, It's a web series, but it takes place in the same hell universe um, as has been Hotel, but is about like separate characters. It's like kind of a different it's it takes place in a different part of hell uh-huh. pushes my glasses <laughs> up my a big nose place. yeah it's a big place <laughs> um and all of the stuff that i have already have said applies to this show too um so if you're like "Ooh, this sounds fun guess what there's even more stuff that you can watch i love uh, when there's more stuff i love when there's more stuff i know i was like oh one season eight episodes and then it was like oh wait there's like 15 episodes of this other show and i was like there's more (laughs) hell yeah um so i didn't want to get like too sidetracked because i was like i could talk about all of this stuff for a very long time and i can already tell that this is one of those episodes where i've just like talked very quickly and intently (laughs) about something (laughs) which is is how my brain is going right now um but yeah i have a ton of feelings about that show too um it's on youtube you can watch that for free whenever you want just check it out and you might Ooh, nope go you ahead might be getting to this i don't want yes. to jump ahead of you no. but isn't there also like an episode that is directly related to has been on youtube am i mistaken yeah yes there is the the original pilot episode so the, yeah yeah but so and that's can... not part of the like they didn't put that into the amazon series right no yes okay. um so the yeah the pilot episode that is on youtube is considered canonical to the series mm-hmm. so like 
it does so like there are things that reference back to things that happened in it you don't have to watch it to know it and it has um like a different voice cast and some of the characters have been like tweaked and redesigned um but there is also that that exists on the youtubes i saw a few people online saying that they wished they had started with that so i don't know oh fair uh how how you feel about that but i was like okay maybe that's good for me to know going in i should maybe check that out first and then jump in yeah um i i felt fine jumping in it felt kind of like it does give you some backstory things that are helpful but i will say that it is like it's somewhat tonally different from the the um amazon version so I I would I think of it as kind of like a DVD extra, but I'm also yeah. like like I feel like that's just kind of how pilots are. They're kind of like here's our concept. It's still a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yes, it is good. You can watch that, and also um, I should say that Amazon has put the first episode of the their series um, up on YouTube for free. Also, oh, so nice. if they I know they they'll post like a first episode or two to like tease people in. So if you are not usually a, a Amazon subscriber and you want to scope it out, you can get a snoop in there. And yeah, so from, I don't know, there are a lot of issues um, with the creative world today. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of us are, you know, very frustrated with like things like AI pulling in on stuff. Um, yeah. But I just, I love how we're still, we're in an era where a creator can make a thing that is just like so specific and really speaks to them and find an audience and success with it. And I know we like, we just talked about this in the Pushing Daisies episode, but like that sense of watching something and being like, oh, this is for me. Yeah. (laughs) And for for most of our lives, like that was a really rare feeling. Um, mm-hmm. And usually that thing was like not appreciated and canceled early. And who knows, this might still get canceled early. I hope not. Um, but it's just cool as a creative person to see someone making something that is like just so incredibly like this is what I'm about. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, hell yeah. I am also about that. I'm so glad to watch this. I was just talking to Taylor about this yesterday because we were listening to a podcast about, you know, AI's place in the world and like how there are people who got hired by like Lucas Films to help with, like, because they were doing stuff online yeah. with AI, but like in an artistic way <laughs> to um, better. recreate like a young uh luke skywalker and things for mando um and like there are so many challenging things about a world where we're headed but then it is so cool that we're getting to a place where like anyone could be a filmmaker now not with ai but like (laughs) like, it's it the connections are easier to make now because the internet has made the world so small which is exciting so like yeah as much as technology freaks me out that like oh my god ai is taking over and people are gonna lose jobs artists like also we're getting to a place where i think artists who never would have been seen otherwise are gonna get these opportunities which is really exciting yes and like just watch watching the show i'm just like this is not something that a 
computer could ever have made. Could ever do, and this right. is and this is also not something that like a standard Hollywood studio production head would ever exactly have come up with. Like it is something that truly comes from you know, like a pure niche creativity and the fact that like I think there have always like in like something like there have always been people who would also be into that right but because of the internet we're able to all like raise our hands and be like yes i yes, want to see this please make more of this yeah and that's that like is. i'm picturing this coming out like on tumblr and people being obsessed with it but there mm -hmm. never being hope that it would be a real thing yeah you know mm -hmm. and now like here we are and pl awesome places like a24 are working to elevate voices that aren't just from a studio yes <laughs> it's very yeah. exciting time to be alive right and the fact that i mean i kind of i sort of love like the dichotomy that there are these two series um and um the, the creator has said that like she wants to keep um hell of a boss as a web series and like isn't mm -hmm. pursuing like any kind of larger thing because obviously you know when you produce something with a large studio there's always going to be some kind of compromises or things right. that you come into it so it's just cool to be able to be like you know what i can do both like i can you know kind of bring something to a larger stage but it's also possible to say you know this is my thing and i'm gonna keep making it exactly how i want and release it my way yeah. and i don't know i kind of feel I feel like that about our podcast sometimes oh, yeah, because it's just like, you know what, we can do whatever we want and put it out there. And now it can reach people who are like, I also love all this weird stuff. I'm also <laughs> a Tumblr Night Vale girly and I'm going to watch this <laughs> and have a blast. That's yeah, I, I totally agree. Couldn't have said it better. Yes. Uh, so this has been a, a visit to the only thing that has been on my mind uh, <laughs> for the past week. Um, so into it. Just really love it. The songs are so good. I love the character designs. I love the relationships that are on the show. And I'm very happy to talk about it with anyone who wants to talk about it. So if any of y'all out there are already fans or if you uh, watch it because of the pod, please do tell us. And I am very excited to hear what you think, Midge. Yay. I'm excited too. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Uh, so the first season's on Prime right now. Um, they are in production on season two. It oh, is nice. happening. It's coming. Um, and there are two two almost complete seasons um, of the spinoff on YouTube and they have announced that they're making a third season of that as well. So more to come, but there's lots of good stuff to enjoy. And I've already been like blown away by all the amazing cosplays and art and things. So hell yeah to uh, the has been fandom. You guys are, <laughs> are kicking ass. <laughs> Love that. All right. Uh, well, thank you all so much for joining us and uh, just listening to me talk about this today. Uh, if you enjoy our show, we would love it if you would leave us a review. And I do believe Midge has one to share today. I do. This is a five-star Apple Podcasts review titled Spooky, Ooky, and a Little Kooky from G.S. Vetti. And uh, they said, I'm a Halloween birthday girl. Ooh, jealous. Lucky ass bitch. Jealous. 
<laughs> so Halloween and spooky stuff has always been a part of my life since day one. That's awesome. I'm glad that we can bring some more spooky ooky and little kooky essence to your your world. <laughs> That's always our goal. Uh, and if you cannot uh, review the podcast wherever you listen, you can always send us a DM on our Instagram, which is at Ghoul's Night in Pod. And if you are looking for me on Instagram, I am at Penny Snark. And you can find me all over the web at Midge Munster. And until next time, goodbye. Good. Bye. Bye.